Carolyn's money is on Taylor Swift being more popular than Minecraft. But let's see if we can get the data. And Caroline Wright today takes a look at how businesses could be better targeting the youth market in the Greater Bay Area. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Human8, which is a human-driven consultancy that aims to connect brands with people and culture, recently carried out research with youngsters in the Greater Bay Area, finding out what they see as being important to their well-being. And I'm joined now by Louise Fu, who is Executive Director at Human8, to discuss their findings and look at what opportunities that presents for businesses in the health and well-being space. Thank you for coming on the show today, Louise. Thank you, Caroline, for having me. What kinds of questions were you asking them about their lifestyles? Right, long story short, at, at Human Aid, we do a trend report every year. And at our 2023 trend report, one of the key trends is really popping up, interconnected well-being. So we thought that, you know, we want to deep dive and understand a little bit more when we try to understand GBA youth age under 30. What do they mean by interconnected well-being? And of course, as a background, there's also something that we take note of. I wonder, Caroline, you must have heard about the 996 culture in China. Very hardworking is what it is, I think. Yeah, yeah. It is quite sad in a way that, you know, youth this day, they feel that they have to be so toughened up and they have so much pressure or around them that have to core, you know, involuted and be like a strong hard shell. And this is how the GBA you've explained to me, yeah, the kind of feeling they have in face of this 996 culture. And the other thing, of course, you, you also understand there's a huge youth unemployment rate. I read from Guardian just a couple of months, you know, at the time when we were doing this piece and at the time when we were doing the similar back in June, I think, the youth unemployment rate is 21.3% exactly, aged 16 to 24 in urban China. So, so it's quite staggering and worrying too. Since the lift of the border, since COVID, so this is exactly the background, the context. So let's delve into that a little bit and, and, and about their hopes for the future and how people are handling the stress of the kind of right. heavy workload that they are facing in this 996 culture. Where do they find joy and how, how do they enjoy <laughs> themselves? Very good question, Caroline. I mean, they do have a lot of pressure. So just to let it off, sometimes they really focus on living in the moment. No surprise since COVID, a lot of things happen, which have a huge impact in their life. So they, they're really coming back to this idea of living in the moment and enjoy the everyday really small pleasure or peace. Some of the youth uh, tell me through the online panel, through the things that they blog and write, that what they do is that they keep pets, many cats, some dogs, yeah, uh, as company, yeah, and also as a way to distress. They also uh, try to learn skills, so um, get new recipe and trying to learn about the ingredient, trying to learn how to cook so that they can enjoy their favorite dishes better. Some youth uh, also try to um, go downstairs to the neighborhood park and just have a little bit of quiet. So they're doing this little thing, smell the roses, if you like, to sort of de-stress, yeah. 
So how about interacting with other people? I think, you know, we hear a lot of bad press about the amount of time people spend glued to their screens and in particular various social media platforms. Some of the pastimes there you, you talked about were kind of quite, you know, individual. You might not necessarily be doing with other people. So what's happening there? What are, what are people doing when they want to go out with their friends and meet new people? This is actually quite an interesting insight for me personally. It seems that it goes too extreme. On the one end, of course, they still engage digitally. You know, there's no getting away from it. But it is more like even in the digital world, they want to get more human touch, if you like. One of the youth told me that they, they have uh, in China this website that you sort of pay them and they give you compliment. Yeah. <laughs> that she, she sort of, you know, uh, tell us about it. But, but you, you see that they really crave for some kind of uh, approval, even it is digital, even this is actually a monetary transactions. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the other way is that they, they really want to make the connection. So at the back of it, of course, we try to understand uh, what are the interests and attraction of Hong Kong as a place for our client and also as a territories, you know, how, how, how much they want to come to Hong Kong. For me, a revelation is that it's not just about the food, the sightseeing, it is more about making the connection here with people in Hong Kong. So they do talk a lot about making friends, really in-depth understanding about, you know, how Hong Kong people live our culture and all that. So I, I'm quite surprised that to me, I mean, coming from a commercial background, you know, always uh, thinking as a brand owner or a marketer, I would have thought, that, well, how, how could we make them spend more money here, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but to them, you know, they're not consumer. Most of the time, you know, all the time, they're human person, yeah, first and foremost. So for them, the, the simple thing is that I, I want to go to Hong Kong, just to experience a little bit, learn about the culture. So really in-depth connection, not, not just enjoying the food or the great scenery. It sounds like people are very keen to, to learn more and to develop themselves, not only the, the scenery and things like this. You mentioned earlier on about how people enjoy cooking and things. And I wonder about personal development path that people take. Are, are people looking to come to study as well? Yes, yes. We do have students, yeah, not, not from this piece, from another piece. Uh, we do have PhD students working here in Hong Kong, and I do have the privilege to interview them and learn about, you know, their mindset and things. It seems as they're quite keen to come to Hong Kong because of the exposure and also the connection to the world. Once they graduate, they all want to get a job here and thinking that it would lead to somewhere else in the world, hopefully. So this is where they're coming from. When you talk about personal growth, I think from, from the study that we do, it's also come off as a very strong theme. And uh, one of the activity is writing a letter to yourself to say five years ago, what are the things that you would say to you? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's quite engaging, interesting exercise. And uh, they, they all tell us a lot, but many of the themes is about personal growth. They were telling me things like, I wish I spent time more on learning about things, experiencing the world. I wish I spent more time on picking up new skills, like cooking and everything. So, so these are message, I guess, to let us know that they're really focusing on personal growth vis-a-vis -vis earning more or work harder or um, climbing up the career path and all that. 
So what would your advice be to businesses who either are looking to maybe give these young people a job and help them develop their careers or are just looking to give them the consumer experience that they would like and the kind of things that they crave? What should they be doing to, to aim at that market? Well, that, that's a million dollar questions, Caroline. <laughs> yes, um, I guess, you know, from a research point of view, we understand that we have to treat them as a human being, a person, starting understanding their psychology and motivation. They don't necessarily come in and say that I want to spend with you or buy products from you. But in a way, they, they want to have a much deeper engagement Many of a finance insurance brand already thinking about well-being as a lead-in, as a way to engage them better through spiritual, mental health, or providing culture, even financial community, financial well-being community. Many, uh, the GBA youth also see it a sort of very important part of the holistic well-being. So learn about finance and have a right financial mindset, taking care of your money, this does lead into a lot of potential for the consumer market. Also, just think about it's not just the egg tart or, you know, the taste of it. It is more understanding the culture of Hong Kong. So they're quite interested to know what the, where the ingredients are from and how does it make, why is it so popular and how it was being eaten over the years. Yeah, things like that. So, so really cultural engagement was right accord with them, I would say. Yeah. Fascinating. Lovely to get your insights today. That's Louise Fu, Executive Director at Human 8. Thank you.